0: Hola, mi gente. Feliz Viernes. Thanks for tuning in to Freaky Friday. I'm going to get right into it today because I have a lot of history to go through. (laughs) Now, I always say this. If you live in this area, then you probably heard. Sorry for those of you who don't live in this area, but most of my listeners, they are from this area, seeing as I've just begun my podcast. So I try to stick to stories that are from the area Things they can relate to, right? We love listening to things we can relate to. So you may know this place. Um, When I was a teenager, I think a few of my friends went to go see it. I was too chicken because I heard that if you go to this place, you can get in trouble and even get a ticket. And I had just started my career at the school and I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to take that chance so i stood back but i remember them coming home completely shaken and they never went back that i know of (laughs) i'm talking about a cemetery a very well-known cemetery and if you're not from the area you might know it because it actually i saw it on discovery channels like 20 top scariest places on earth and i don't know what number it was but i'm talking about bachelor's grove cemetery So yes, this cemetery is about, mm, mm, (laughs) you're going to laugh because I'm going to say about 30 minutes from me. (laughs) Yeah, no, it really is. Like it's about 30 minutes from where I live. It's about 30 minutes from the city. Yeah, you know how that goes. (laughs) But um, it's in a town called Midlothian. And before I get into the spooky stuff, just want to give you a little background. So it was a settlement, uh, a property. Somebody lived there. And a long time ago in the early 1800s, people who had large settlements sometimes had cemeteries on the grounds um, to bury their loved ones and family members and whoever else. I don't know how they determined who goes in that cemetery. But anyway, so the settlement had a cemetery And then this man by the name of Stephen Rexford, he came in 1833 and he purchased the settlement. Now, originally it had been called Everden Cemetery. The first recorded burial was in 1836. The cemetery is home to 82 lots and 200 graves, some of which were never sold or even used. But they think that some burials actually went back to 1834, but they were just not documented. Now, it is said that in the 1830s, uh, there were a lot of German immigrant workers who were working on the Illinois and Michigan Canal, and a lot of them died, and they would lay them to rest in this cemetery. It's also reported that later, in the like mid-1920s, 1930s, that area, it became a dumping ground for victims of Chicago's organized crime families like Al Capone who I've mentioned before but this cannot be proven it's just a story I'm telling you Al Capone he got around he got (laughs) around so in general cemeteries are spooky scary (laughs) right (laughs) and it wasn't until the 1950s that the stories of a haunted cemetery started coming about now let me explain why I think that happened so 1950s, young kids needed a place to hang out. What better place than a cemetery that's way back in the woods? Then nobody can hear you, no one can see you, right? So these young kids started hanging there it's a yeah it's it's difficult to find if you want to go here, you actually have to park in a parking lot for the Rubio Woods Nature Preserve, and then you can walk across. And it's there that you'll find a small entrance. It looks like it's closed. And then you take it, you have to walk like way back, way back into the woods. And then you have to find a way to get in because it is gated. Now, I'm sure you can easily find a way to get in. People sneak in all the time. Not me though. (laughs) I hope I don't get in trouble for telling you guys how to get in. But, But yeah, so that's how you get in. So, back in the day, 1950s, right, kids are going back there to party, they're drinking, having a good time, and they start telling stories, you know, one time I was at Bachelors Grove and I saw this, or I heard this, and then they tell someone else, and then that someone's like, well, I want to go see, and then... They tell someone, it's just a cycle, you know? So that's where it started. Now there are few, well, not few, there are a lot of stories that are in common that see the same things. Now most of these stories I have heard, some of these I've never heard before, and then some of these I've heard of people seeing this, but I didn't know what it was about, and I'll get into that in a second. So the one I want to talk about first is called The Disappearing House. So people that go to the cemetery have witnessed seeing a two-story house. It has a porch. It's described as a vintage 1850s to 1890s Victorian-style home. Some people see light shining through a window on the second floor. Um, some have said that they there is a swing hanging over the porch. I mean, they describe, you can describe this house like, to a T, you see it, you know? Wooden pillars on the porch, a small picket fence. And the first noted sighting of this happened in 1950. Now, it's called the disappearing house because one very popular report about this house is that it usually appears very solid, very real, very visible. But when you try to reach the home, it seems to get further away from you or it just vanishes. Some people have also experienced seeing a transparent-like image of a house. Some have even claimed that the f- the light in the window is like that of a candle because it flickers. Some have said the home shrinks the closer you get to it and then eventually disappears. Now the weird thing though is this house has been seen all over the land near the cemetery, not just in a specific area. That's the weird part. But yeah, that's pretty much it about the vanishing house or the disappearing house. Many people have seen that. The next story is the blue lights or blue light. The first sighting took place in 1970 by Jack Hermansky of Illinois. So what he saw was a blue light from within the cemetery that grew as large as a basketball. It blinked in 10 to 20 second intervals and rapidly changed positions. He had also reported the light on two different occasions. Sounds like aliens to me. But yes, so people have seen this light moving up and down along the Midlothian Turnpike, which is like a long road or street. And others have seen it just bobbing around the headstones. Some people have said that the light even pushed them to the ground, or just in general have touched them. Most people describe the light as a softball size, or a pool ball, or a small basketball. So legend has it that the light often appears on clear moonlit nights though it also has been reported to appear during daylight hours. That's creepy. (laughs) The only commonality to the sightings, short of it being the color blue, is that it has an apparent intelligence to it. Besides people being chased, one indication of intelligence includes the light continuously fading from view when witnesses approach it, and a moment later, it'll reappear behind you creepy. Um, There's a story that I thought was kind of funny, but at approximately 2 a.m. during a late fall of 1963, five men were standing on the north end of the pond next to the now defunct car pull-off when the light traveled over the water toward them, and out of fear, they all ran back to their car (laughs) and were chased by it as they drove away. And it actually chased them down the street that's near the cemetery. That's wild. So yes I've heard not just blue light but I've heard people and they don't have this legend here so I'm wondering if they were working on it or I don't know what but a lot of people have said they see just strange lights in the forest because it is woods. Remember it's a nature preserve around the area. A lot of people have said they see these rays of light shooting out of the trees. Now when my friends went they did see this and they said it's like a flashlight kind of, but nobody's there. Someone also described it as headlights of a car and that was like their first instinct to think like, oh my gosh, a car is coming, but it was coming from the forest where the lights were. So strange lights. Now this one has been captured in photos and I'll see if I can find some to post on my Instagram. Don't forget you can search it at Creepy Chisme. This legend is called the Madonna of Bachelors Grove and it dates back to 1982. Now the first image of this was captured in 1979. It's a a monk-like figure, so a silhouette, a white silhouette, white gown, standing near the cemetery fence. It looked as though it was wearing a hooded robe and holding a baby in its arms. Now, many people say they've seen a white lady here at the cemetery, but others call it the Madonna. Now, many people have seen either a white lady or the Madonna. The Madonna holds the baby. Sometimes she has it, sometimes she doesn't. She's mostly seen on nights when there is a full moon, and she is seen usually just wandering through the cemetery. So it's not known if the white lady and the Madonna with the baby are the same, but people assume that they are. So there's also the legend of the phantom dog. So the phantom dog can be traced as far back as the late 1980s. The first sighting is said to have occurred while two young men were visiting the cemetery. As one of them were walking around inside, he witnessed strange flickering lights within the flowers. According to the witness, he couldn't find an explanation for the lights and there were no objects in the area that could have caused a reflection of some sort. When he turned around, he witnessed the backside of a black dog and it faded away into the darkness. The first written, recorded sighting of this could be found in 1989. A lot of witnesses have stated seeing a very large black dog roaming the road to the cemetery. However, just like the house, when you try to approach the dog, it disappears, sometimes right before your eyes. Other people have reported being with a group of people or a friend and only one or a few of them can see the dog, while the others cannot see anything. That's kind of (laughs) weird. This phantom dog has been seen not only in the cemetery and around the cemetery, but even all the way at the beginning of the trail, walking along the main road. So those are just a few of the legends of Bachelors Grove. I highly recommend you look up the cemetery. There's many more legends as well as many more people who recount their experiences. And that's what I like to look up. They even have YouTube videos of people who have gone to the cemetery like during the day. The weird thing is a lot of people experience some paranormal stuff like when they go, their cameras die cell phones die, batteries are drained, stuff like that. Cold spots, the feeling of someone standing behind you, the feeling of being touched, the feeling of feeling watched. Um, And the craziest one is people who do take video there, sometimes their um, videos get messed up and sometimes their audio gets messed up, like they pick up things, like they didn't hear it while they were there. That's creepy. So if you ever find yourself in in Illinois near Chicago and you have nothing to do, I highly recommend (laughs) you take a stroll down to Bachelors Grove Cemetery. However, I will warn you, you can get a ticket and you can get arrested. So be careful. Go with somebody who knows what they're doing. Don't ask me. (laughs) Like I said, this cemetery has a lot of history. If you're interested in it, I highly recommend you researching it. It's a interesting place. Very interesting place. I definitely think there is um some energy there. I didn't even tell you that, yeah, I mentioned cults. Be careful. There are people that go and do satanic rituals. It's been documented, so just be careful with that. And of course, young kids trying to get into trouble. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little tidbit of history from the area I'm from. Gracias por escuchar y nos vemos pronto. Creepy Chisme is created for entertainment purposes only. Thank you for listening and don't forget, stay creepy.